Hi everyone, welcome to Quietly Loud, a podcast that explores people's unique opinions, interests, and perspectives. My name is Maddie Escort, and I am a college student interested in talking to people from all walks of life and bringing their conversations to the forefront of conversations. In each episode, you will hear conversations from different people on what makes them tick. In this episode, we will hear from Anna Ross about her experience on competing in pageants and perspectives that she has gained by being a part of the pageant world. Anna Ross is a sophomore at American University, where she is studying political science and environmental studies. She began competing in pageants at the age of 15 and went on to win the title of Miss Florida Teen in 2017. Anna has continued her journey with pageantry throughout college and will be competing at Miss Florida this summer. On campus, she is a member of her sorority, FIMEO, and is currently conducting research on the impact of harmful algal blooms on Florida's fisheries. In addition to being a fantastic human being, Anna is one of my roommates and one of my best friends. So thank you for listening to this episode, and without further ado, let's go talk to Anna Ross. Hi everyone, my name is Anna Ross. I'm a sophomore here at American University, and I'm from Florida. So tell us a little bit about yourself growing up. So growing up, I was trained in classical ballet. I started when I was about three and a half, and that had a really large impact on my life. I was always kind of known as the dancer of the bunch at school. Um, So yeah, my weeks were spent in the studio and weekends in rehearsal. I was a dancer with the Marion Ballet Theater for about 10, maybe 12 years. Um, And so I always loved being on stage. I love being the center of attention. (laughs) Anna, this episode with Anna is going to be about pageants because she is one of the first people that I've, like, met that's um, competed in pageants nationally, and I thought she could offer a lot of wisdom and advice, um, as well as just, like, debunking a lot of stereotypes about pageants. So, I guess to, like, get started off with, like, talking more about pageants, how did you first get into, like, competing in pageants? Like, how old were you, like, set the stage? So I very much remember when I was in fifth grade watching Toddlers and Tiaras and really wanting to do a pageant, Mm -hmm. but I can let you know that while those kinds of pageants exist, that's not what I do. Um, I got a letter in the mail when I was about 14, and I was like, this is my chance. Mom and Dad, let's go. Um, I kind of made my case to them, did my research as to the organization that had sent the letter, and I convinced them to let me go to an open call. So there we got more information, and it was just full send, and (laughs) it was really like the best choice um, we ever made as a family because I've met so many incredible young women that are going to be in my wedding one day. They are my best friends, um, and I just have loved the experience. Like, interesting to me that you, like, acted on that letter because I know myself, including, like, other friends also got, like, letters like that in the mail and, like, we're like, oh, it's probably just a scam. We were like, no, like, we're doing it. So good for you for, like... Oh, they definitely thought it was a scam. (laughs) Oh, good. But you're like, no, we're doing it. Sticking to your guns. Mm -hmm. So getting into, like, the nitty-gritty of, like, pageants and stuff. So for those of you who don't know, a lot of people... um, or you have to have, like, kind of, like, a platform that you run on for, like, a cause, right? Is that correct? Not in every organization. Um, I think it makes it better because as a title holder, it's not just your job to represent the organization you've won for and your state or country um, or even city, but it's also your job to make an impact. And I think that having a platform like Maddie's talking about where you have an issue or an initiative that you're really interested or passionate in, um, or about, rather, to kind of purport throughout your year is helpful. Okay. So would you mind explaining, like, what that cause that you, 
that you chose was? Yeah, so my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2014 or 2015. Oh my gosh, time is crazy. (laughs) Um, And so I had just started competing. Yeah, it was 2015. um, And I kind of decided to take that and run with it. Um, I think, you know, my work with the American Cancer Society has been one of the best things to come from pageants because I don't know that I would have pursued as heavily as I have um, if I hadn't been competing in pageants. So I, I volunteer with the Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Initiative quite heavily. I've started on the planning committee for a few walks, um, and it's been a really great thing to kind of heal, you know, with yeah. my family mm-hmm. and raise money for an amazing cause. But a platform is just generally like an issue area that you're mm-hmm. interested in. So I always just say mine is breast cancer awareness, but it could be, you know, foster care or mm-hmm. um, saving our springs. That's another one I've thought about being mm-hmm. from Florida and yeah. seeing the water. So. Yeah, no, I think that's very, like, it shows a lot of your character just going through a hardship and then, like, using um, something, like, competing in pageants is what you're passionate about at the time, and then using, just combining the two and, like, merging them to being um, something that you could put all your effort into, like, healing and also, like, helping other people and um, stuff like that. If you could tell us just a little bit more about being Miss Florida and just like the preparation leading up to that competition and like how it was different from other competitions and just, um, yeah, stuff along the lines Mm -hmm. of that. So on my fourth try at the state pageant, I finally won Miss Florida Teen, um, which was a great moment. Um, But on the way, I would say like, while I learned so much from being a title holder, I might have learned more when I quote-unquote lost. Mm, I don't really yeah. think you ever lose in a pageant. Um, you might not take a sparkly hat home, but, like, you learn so mm-hmm. much um, about yourself and about life. Uh, but what was in terms of what was different for that competition, I think I was just ready. Like, you prepare an evening gown, you know how to mm-hmm. walk, you can interview, whatever, but there's, like, a different level of preparation that is just innate and Mm -hmm. I think when it's your time it's your time and there's a plan um and I had just reached that stage which was so great Mm -hmm. you work so hard for years and then your dream comes true um but that was the most incredible year it was so much fun I loved traveling my state expanding my work with the American Cancer Society and then I got to compete and represent Florida at the national pageant in California which was so much fun, and I got to meet all my teen sister queens from across the country as well. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome, and I can totally see how, like, losing almost is, you f- would feel is more, changes you more than winning, but, like, whenever you got to that competition, you had lost, quote-unquote, enough times mm-hmm. to realize, like, what you needed to do to, mm-hmm. like, come out of there, like, on top. So, I guess just, like, turning a little bit more from, like, the logistics of pageants and, like, your experience with them, like com- as a com- like a competitor, could you explain a little bit more of like the sisterhood aspect of pageantry and like the impact it's ha- impact that it's had on you? Because I know we've talked about it a lot, like just me and you, and I think it's very fascinating because I think it goes against a lot of what people think when they think of girls competing in pageants. Yeah, the stereotype that everyone is mean and is like cutting up another girl's dress in the <laughs> dressing room is not true. I mean, there's always going to be like one, but that's life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know. The girls I've met is probably my favorite part of my experience in pageants. I think you go through a shared experience, and it's something that's so fun. Like, pageant weekend is always so much fun. 
um, and you just bond immediately. It's a different kind of sisterhood because you're passionate, you're driven, but it doesn't have to necessarily be about the same things. Mm. Like, not everyone's raising awareness of breast cancer, and that's perfectly fine because they're going all in on another project that they're really passionate about, and I think that if you live your life with passion, you'll succeed in your own way. Um, and to be surrounded by girls who have that same mindset is really important to me and has really been a positive thing. But one of my best friends lives in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Like I have friends in California, all over the country. And I know they'll always have a home to stay in if I'm like traveling. Yeah. Um, and just connections in like yeah. normal life. Like mm-hmm. you always will have someone if you know, like you said, they are special like quote-unquote like or more like have a different area of interest in like breast cancer and you want to get more involved in that Mm -hmm. or like something along those lines like you'll always have someone like that so I guess my next question for you is kind of also along the same lines you've also talked to me about how competing your life competing has changed your kind of confidence that you like have and like it's translated back into your normal life so you're able to be more confident in just like any other area and I was just wondering like more about that and like how that kind of like intertwines with like the sisterhood almost Mm -hmm. um I think pageants kind of force you to become a better version of yourself Mm -hmm. because you have to work on yourself Mm -hmm. so like I know when I'm when I was preparing this fall I was practicing interview questions every day I became a little bit more eloquent and a little bit more succinct in when I spoke um because I was forced to answer a question in 60 seconds you know so I think in terms of, like, the technicalities of it, I'm a better speaker mm-hmm. because of pageants. Yeah. I'm a better communicator, um, which is always great. But then I think taking away the confidence, like you are mentioning, is another one of my favorite parts of competing in pageants because I think confidence is a journey. Mm-hmm. I'm by no means, like, a goddess yeah. of confidence. Yeah. You know, yeah. we all have our moments. But I don't have a problem speaking in class. I don't have a problem giving presentations. And I think I attribute that a lot to pageants, speaking on stage, communicating to judges who are literally giving you a score, mm-hmm. um, and knowing that that's what my teachers are kind of doing. Mm-hmm. So I think in the technicalities of actually communicating and also in like knowing I can do this, mm-hmm. it's helped me grow so much. And I think just stepping foot on that stage, it's it can be really daunting. Like I told you, I'm a dancer. I love the stage. But, you know, it's still nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so knowing that I have the ability to do that, it just automatically boosts your confidence. Yeah, and, like, so I, like, live with Anna. She's one of my roommates, and it's so interesting to me just to watch you on a day-to-day level because I watch you prepare for, like, pageants, but also, like, for class and presentations, and you're just able to, like, flip a switch. Like, even, like, no matter how much, like, let's say you have a kind of a rough day or something, you're just, like, able to flip that switch and I think a lot of that obviously like hearing you talk does come from the pageants and I can like see how it translates so I've I'm very impressed with that and admire that a lot about you so I guess for this next little section I thought it would be fun if we did like a little debunking of pageant myths I know we kind of already were but like these are more like some direct like statements I have prepared so I guess I'll just like say the statement and Anna will be like nope that ain't it (laughs) (laughs) all right so the first one is the pageant girls are self set at competition and the competition is very superficial wrong (laughs) incorrect (laughs) um that's not true um I think the coolest part about the pageants I've competed in one of my friends Marina Cole she actually goes to school here in DC as well and we're both from Florida she's the first person I met really 
um, at my first pageant, and we'd been competing with each other, not against, notice how I say with, Mm -hmm. for years, like four or five years, always in the same age division, like always for the same title, and it was never a negative thing. Mm -hmm. It was always, how can I help this girl? How can I give her a safety pin for her dress? Like, And that's how it is with, uh, by and large, everyone, which Mm -hmm. I think is really special. All right, next on. Pageant girls are unintelligent, and all they care about is appearance. This is literally so dumb. Um, <laughs> no, that's so not true. Some Like, the smartest girls I've ever mm-hmm. met are from pageants. We have um, the one I compete in has an academic achievement competition. Um, I was fourth runner-up in it at Nationals this okay, year, which okay. was really I didn't know that. Interesting. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. And that's based on, you know, GPA and letters of recommendation and all of that stuff. But, no, the girls I've met, like, one of my friends from California, she goes to Harvard now. Like, oh, wow. these are yeah. very smart girls, and it takes a very special kind of person to be able to balance preparing for something that you're trying to pursue, like, give 100% to this pageant, but also be able to maintain your life as mm-hmm. a student. Oh, I can't even imagine, like, yeah. just from, like, hearing you and, like, other girls that you're friends with, what they do. So the next one is being a pageant girl is the only identity that the girls hold like those that compete in those competitions I don't think that's true um it could be your only hobby like I know girls who who don't really like dance or play softball Mm -hmm. or whatever and like pageants is their thing on the weekends that's totally cool but I think inherently by being a pageant girl you are an advocate you Mm -hmm. are intelligent and you that's not your only identity Mm -hmm. um I really do think it it pushes you to become like a servant and Mm -hmm. pursuing those kinds of truths yeah and I remember you telling me like it's not just girls that like are into um more like performing activities like I remember you mentioning there was like some athletes that would like compete which I think is so fascinating because I know no one that does that yeah especially at my state pageant I would meet girls who were like lifeguarding or playing softball like I mentioned like really people from all walks of life Mm -hmm. they're not just singers dancers actresses Mm -hmm. it's they're very multifaceted yeah all right next is that pageants don't support feminism also not true I think it's the exact opposite. Um, this is a huge stereotype with, like, body shaming. Mm-hmm. and That kind of goes into the next question yeah. I was going to ask you, yeah. Um, and people think it's a lot about objectification and there's a score for how you look, which is not true. Um, maybe in some of the glitz pageants that you'll get into or even some of the upper levels that just score differently than mm-hmm. other organizations. But I know everything I've competed in, there's no facial beauty score. There's nothing based on what you wear. Um, it's all about confidence that you radiate your inner beauty, um, that you communicate to the judges and how you do that with poise, which, you know, knowing how to dress for an interview is not that bad. You're, you're going to be judged within the first 30 seconds of your job interviews. Mm-hmm. And when you meet potential employers or people in life, like first impressions are a big deal. So knowing how to be put together is not such a bad thing, but, you know, I think pageants support feminism because they prepare women for real life experiences and they empower them to pursue those experiences Mm -hmm. and like there is no one way to correctly be a feminist like you can there's so many different ways to be a feminist and just because someone is more inclined to want to dress up or you know is into that aspect of the pageant doesn't necessarily mean that you know it's anti-feminist absolutely and 
I there's like a quote that Emma Watson used and it's like feminism is not a stick to beat other women with so I think that goes along just like exactly with what you were saying all right so that is like the only or that's the last question in our little debunking series there but so I guess I just kind of moving on from that do you feel that because just like looking at um all the things that you have to do to prepare for pageants and like all the costs that are involved with it I was just wondering like what your take is on that it is it do you feel like exclusive to people that come from like a high economic background or like just come from money and like if it's not like this like what does the pageant world do to like help girls that want to compete but don't necessarily have those resources so I think in our country anyone who is socioeconomically disadvantaged is going to be at a disadvantage you know and I think the pageant world is no different but I do know for a fact that there are things in place that make it probably less exclusive than you'd think so you'd imagine like oh I need a thousand dollar dress and a coach and hair makeup Mm -hmm. and all this stuff but that's not true Mm -hmm. you can absolutely be like self-made if you Mm -hmm. want to put it that way and uh, wear your prom gown like I know so many girls who've done that and do your own hair and makeup or not wear hair and makeup at all mm-hmm. um, you don't need coaching there's so many like you could go on YouTube and look things up like there are so many ways to get it done in terms of like the fees like there's usually kind of an a- application fee type situation um, and if you do need to buy extra wardrobe you can raise money. I know I've gotten sponsors in the past Mm -hmm. for pieces of wardrobe or they buy ads in the program book of the pageant, those kinds of things. But I know the organization I compete with specifically really encourages girls to become like little business women and go, (laughs) you know, get sponsors within their community and Mm -hmm. make it really a hometown effort. Um, Because, you know, it's great to learn how to fundraise, but it's also important that they are able to to do this financially. So you don't feel like that the amount of money you have it doesn't impact one's performance I don't think it has to and then I guess just kind of like a final overall question like wrapping it up can you just tell us a little bit about like your experience competing at your last competition because I know this was the first time you had competed since coming to college and just how um how did you find that was after taking like a year or so off from being in the pageant world It was really nice to get back on stage and I saw a lot of girls that I've known for years who I hadn't seen in a year or so, which was really great to reconnect with them. And it's funny because those friendships are like still there. Mm -hmm. You just pick up where you leave off kind of thing. Um, But competing or yeah, competing and preparing to compete while in college was the most insane semester of my life. (laughs) It was so hard. And I think that's pretty much a universal Mm-hmm. Like shared experience it taught me a lot about myself and I think I came out better because of it because I had to work twice as hard you know I wasn't at home chilling like I had all this room to walk at home and practice and FaceTime my coach but here I have I live in a tiny little apartment and there's six six of us yeah, so it gets really complicated um, for a myriad of reasons So I think just being able to make that situation work gave me a lot of confidence and to be able to have come out of it in the top 12 was really cool. But yeah, it was really great to be back on stage to kind of get back into the swing of things Mm -hmm. and start thinking about my plans for the future. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And it was so fascinating for me to like watch you prepare. And I I loved asking you the questions. I'm like, what would I say in this situation? I really appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, no, anytime. Well, I think that's all the questions that I have. Is there any, like, last 
things you would want to add or you would want anyone else to know about you or pageants in general? I mean, I really think it just comes down to keeping an open mind and to really not having those prejudices and stereotypes about women who do Mm -hmm. pageants because you're like more than likely going to meet a girl who has done one. It just bothers me when people make snap judgments based on that because I have had that experience where it's like, oh, my fun fact on the first day of class is always I was Miss Florida Teen because I'm proud of that. And Mm -hmm. it's really funny because people are like, what the heck? Um, And so I say that and sometimes I'll get weird looks Mm -hmm. or you can tell people underestimate me. Mm -hmm. But um, don't do that because pageant girls are smart and they'll kick your butt. (laughs) And I feel like they're in all different areas of for sure like just the different activities or jobs or careers or whatever but all right well thank you so much anna for coming yeah. on i really appreciate you taking the thank time you to do for this. having me of course all right bye bye <laughs>